Welcome to Healthy Happy Sexy, a podcast that will help you create a mindset of looking good and feeling great. I'm your host, Angela Rose, a Toronto lifestyle content creator with a passion for sharing tips to better yourself in all aspects of life. Hi everybody, welcome to the 23rd episode of Healthy Happy Sexy. I'm your host, Angela Rose. I am a digital content creator from Toronto and this is my podcast, Healthy Happy Sexy. I started this in almost the beginning of the pandemic last year and I'm so excited that you're joining me for the 23rd episode over here at Healthy Happy Sexy. I teach you ways on how to just open up your mindset, discuss things that I think are an important discussion, really. I'm here to just open up the conversation between myself and my listeners about important topics on how to better yourself and just how to be the best person possible. You know, looking good is one thing, but feeling good is another. And today I'm here to talk to you about how to get your shit done. I got this idea in my head was... I always see these 5 a.m. morning routines and there's nothing wrong with them. Like whatever time you wake up in the morning, that's for you. Like you do your thing, you do your own morning routine. Everyone is different. And I feel like not that people shame people for getting up later than them. But, you know, you always do hear the people that say like, the early bird gets the worm, how to have a productive morning routine. And it's always someone getting up like, really early but everyone's different and as long as you have a plan and a schedule it's the same hours in the day like those people that get up at 5 a.m probably go to bed at like 9 p.m so everybody's different everyone's schedule is different everyone's like family and their lifestyle is different everyone's work schedule is different so it's not all about always getting up early so you can never compare yourself to others and that's something I really vouch here on healthy happy sexies that everyone's different and it's terrible to compare yourselves to others because everyone's different and if you do that you're only hurting yourself the definition of comparing to compare yourself to another person and if everyone's different how can you like what are you comparing like that's like comparing an apple to an orange and saying like oh I'm so upset I'm not the color orange when you're your own person you're the color red or green you just can't compare two different things you're only gonna hurt yourself by thinking those things in the end I feel like comparing is a very negative word and everyone should appreciate their uniqueness so As long as you're being productive and you're not being lazy and you have a schedule and a plan, you can wake up at 3 a.m. or 10 a.m. Like it doesn't matter. It's more about just getting your shit done. That's what really snowballed the episode for me. The 5 a.m. morning routines I always see on TikTok um, and they're always just so like relaxing and the person looks like they have their whole life together. Like they wake up, they make their bed, they're cuddling with their kitty for five minutes, they open the curtains and it's a beautiful sunrise. Then they go and make their coffee and they do some like journaling and manifesting and stretching and yoga. But some people like really enjoy sleep. So maybe all you want to do in the morning is just lay in bed and just like stare at the ceiling and like cover yourself in your fresh linens for the next like half an hour and that's totally fine too that's your 
time to kind of like rise and gather yourself for the day ahead of you because the day is yours you can plan your day around you and it almost seems like a bit selfish but selfish in the best way like the day is there to serve you it really is like a beautiful thing that the day and the world is here to serve you and your wants and your needs and you can really make anything happen everyone has the privilege of having the same amount of hours in a day and it's what you do with those hours that either makes you productive or not everyone has the same amount of hours in the day so whatever you do find what works best with you and cater it to yourself because once you find out what works best for you then you can make the day all about you but if you don't find yourself and find what works best for you and your wants and your needs that's when chaos happens because If you don't know what works best for you, you're going to wake up every morning confused and you don't have a plan or a schedule. The way I stay organized is I have my calendar ready to go color coordinated on my iCal. I think it's called iCal or like my Apple calendar, like the calendar that comes on the MacBook. I love it because there's colors on it. So if I have videos that need to go out on a certain day, those are yellow. If I have personal plans those are blue and then you can also turn on and off the calendar so if i just want to see all my work stuff for the next month or the next week and you can also view very easily day month or week and if i just want to stick to the work stuff and see what i have coming up you can turn off the personal calendar so as long as you're staying on top of things and having the motivation to start that's when your routine will come in place it doesn't matter if it starts at 5 or if it starts at 11 it's the routine that is the most important part and staying organized has a huge impact in that and the opposite of organized is clutter and clutter in itself leads to an increase in depression and an increase of stress and feelings of dissatisfaction. Last week's episode, we talked about, you know, cleaning out your closet and how important that is. And clutter is just such a no-no. Feeling organized in your space is so important to want to stay motivated and get things done. If you have clutter, let's say in your calendar, it's going to be really stressful to even start. If you have a lot of tasks lined up, and you know, maybe you took a little break or a hiatus and they've all piled up, you can't put all the tasks in one week because you're just setting yourself up for failure at that point. You just need to go back one step at a time and just get back on your schedule and get back into your normal routine. Don't pile on a bunch of stress that you need to get a bunch of things done because yeah, you're just really setting yourself up for failure. For example, it just came back from a weekend getaway. You need to clean the kitchen. You need to do all your laundry. You need to change the sheets on your bed. You need to vacuum. You need to clean up after the pets. You want to clean your bathroom. Give yourself only like an afternoon to do all those things. You're probably not going to have enough time to finish all them or just giving yourself an overwhelming amount of tasks. You're going to be really dissatisfied at the end of the day when you gave yourself all these tasks, but you didn't finish them. 
And I feel like once you have a pile up of things that you haven't done, you'll probably just go over that list again and again over the things that you didn't do. I feel like that's what triggers going into a rut. People talk about all the time, you know, getting into a rut and then staying there, which I can totally resonate with. I feel like once you don't do something, it just leads to you not doing another thing and another thing and another thing. And then before you do it, you're doing absolutely nothing. You've completely fallen off your schedule. And then you're just like piling up a bunch of things that you didn't do and focusing on the negatives and not focusing on the positives at all anymore. I feel like if you do accomplish one little thing, it's still not going to be good enough unless you're sticking to that original super successful plan that you had in your head. So if you ever do get into a rut, I highly recommend not going that hard on yourself because you focusing on the negatives like just keep piling up and up and up and you'll just keep saying I didn't do this I didn't do that I don't have enough time for that I don't want to do that and then it'll go like day by day by day of things piling up on each other that's when you really fall off your schedule how to combat that I want to give you guys some pointers and I always like to take care of the small tasks first to get the ball rolling. I always like to give examples so you guys know what I'm talking about, but this can go for so many other different things. My example though is that if you have a ton of work tasks to do, I always like to start with the smallest and easiest first. Say like my job for example, and I'll start with emails. That's a fairly simple task, a little bit redundant, but you know, you got to get those done. You got to reply to people. You got to have that communication in place. So once I start with that, I have my laptop open. I'm replying to emails. I'm on my computer. And next thing you know, I'm popping open my calendar to see what I have to do. I see my deadlines. I get excited because I want to get things out for you guys. And having those thoughts in my head, that's what gets the ball rolling for me. So I'll start with one small task that I don't mind doing because I know it's very easy and minute. So I'll open my computer, I'll reply to those emails, and then that gets the ball rolling because all your other apps are there, your schedule's there, you're sitting at your desk, you've probably already made a coffee already. If you've gotten to that task so far, you're already one step ahead. That's why I love doing a little thing first to really get the ball rolling. Or for example, you have all this housework to do today and you clean your own house. The first thing I would do is make my bed. And then once you see that, you're going to be so satisfied with the results that you're going to have the momentum to keep going. And then before I know it, I'm downstairs, I'm emptying the dishwasher, and then I'm satisfied in that space. So then I go ahead and I grab my vacuum and I start finishing up cleaning the space. Once the entire space is cleaned, that's when I feel completely satisfied and I can move on to the next. One of the problems is with having too many tasks on your list. Sometimes I can get a little bit sidetracked or if one task becomes a bit too hard, then I'll jump to the next. But the really big problem I've noticed with that is no matter how hard the task, if you do a little bit, if you do half of your task, but then jump to another and don't fully complete it, you're going to feel completely dissatisfied because for example you have a few tasks you want to get through that day you only do half of each you're getting bored or it's getting too like hard and redundant so you just want to move on and get a change of scenery or something like that if you have three not fully done tasks 
you're still not going to tick those off your list. You only ever tick something off your list unless it's 100% done. You won't tick it off your list if it's 50 or even 75% done. You have to wait till it's fully done. So if you half do like a bunch of different tasks, they're still not done. So it's the jumping around that really makes you feel not accomplished. You would feel way more accomplished if you finished one thing fully than not even starting because you're in a rut or finishing three half things. So that's why I think having like a to-do list even, like something as simple as a to-do list with like the most basic pad of paper and a pen, having your to-do list for just that day You don't have to like jump ahead and plan your month or jump ahead and plan the next year yet. But if you can start with today, that is going to be so beneficial for you. And then you can start ticking things off on your list. And then you can go to the next day and the next day and the next day. And then eventually you'll get so good at routine and completing things that you can plan out your next week. And then you can have your whole week planned out. And so you will know that on this day, I'm going to finish all these tasks. The next day I have these to do, so I'm going to finish those. And then you can start planning in advance. And what's so good about planning in advance is that's when your life becomes on autopilot. I don't want that to be necessarily a bad thing, like you're just moving through life and not thinking about it. Of course, you're thinking about these things still, and things may change as they come up, but it's just having the plan so you don't have to think so you can really focus on the other things fully so what i'm saying is if you don't have a plan for the next month and then you're just going day by day every day you're gonna maybe get backed up a little bit because because now every morning you have your to-do list but then at night you have to say okay now i have to do these things tomorrow let me write them out too you're kind of struggling to play catch up and catch up if you plan out your month and you put like your big things in your calendar, the little things will follow. And once you go into your routine, you'll just automatically know what to write in your calendar for the next month. So once you get a hang of doing your day by day and then your week by week and then your month by month, you'll be on such autopilot in the sense that you just know what you're doing every moment of the day, which is such a good feeling of relief. Because when you don't know what you're doing every moment of the day or you don't have a plan, that's when someone can become lazy and feel lost i think people get confused when people use the term lazy but i think that feeling of laziness comes from feeling lost and not knowing what to do someone really doesn't know what to do so they just kind of like sit there and they and yeah they look lazy and maybe they feel lazy too but they genuinely feel lost And I think if anyone is feeling those sorts of feelings, a schedule can really, really very easily get you out of those feelings in your head. And I think once you're in those feelings and kind of in the rut and in the dumps, that's all you're really thinking about. And it's kind of just like a spiral of like negativity and like laziness. It all stems from feeling lost and having no schedule and that leads to having no motivation because what are you motivated to do like you're lost you don't know what you're doing you don't have a plan all those things about being unorganized can make a person feel lost unfortunately so that's why i think it is so 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 important to have a plan have a five-year plan have a three-year plan have a one-year plan 
And of course, no one knows what's going to happen tomorrow. Everyone had a plan for 2020. It was the start of a new decade. I think probably half the people that owned an agenda that year put it in the recycling. (laughs) Our whole world and agendas for the year went up in flames. So you'll never know what happens. But if you do plan for what should be coming up, then you'll really be on top of things. You'll really feel at your best. And it's about feeling at your best. Who cares what other people think? Who cares if you are a lazy, chill person, you do want to just lay in bed all day. If you know what you're doing and you have a plan, that's all that matters. And if you feel good about yourself, if you feel good about your life, that's the only thing that matters. But if you're lost, don't be too hard on yourself. If you want to be organized, there are very, very easy ways to get yourself in check. So don't beat yourself up because of the lack of accomplishment one day because I feel like that really will just put you into a rut the next day and the next day and then you really won't get anything done. If you're not doing anything that day and you're in a rut, just pick up a pen and paper, write down what do you want to do and then after you see your end goal, how are you going to get there? Ask yourself, how are you going to get there and plan out steps of how you're going to get to the end goal. It's always amazing to see into the future far ahead at what seems unimaginable and write that down because everything is possible so write down your goal that seems unattainable and then write down small attainable steps to get to it because every day counts and if you're doing one thing to work towards your goal every day if you do that one little thing every day for six months you're going to reach your top goal that once seemed so unattainable. And like I said in the beginning of this episode, time is on your side and the day is here for you and you can be as selfish as you want with it. If you want to do nothing, that's up to you. And if you want to do everything, that is also up to you. You can have, you can work all day at achieving your dreams. Um, it's about how you spend your day so yeah the most important thing is definitely to have a plan you don't need to be a morning person at all to be an accomplished person with a routine the routine is the hard part and the most important part it's not about what time you start your routine so if you guys have a goal i want you to write the steps down how to attain it it'll be very very easy i promise you and then you'll be even more surprised when you reach those goals every single day and then when you get to your big goal and you accomplish that and then you can make another new goal for yourself and accomplish that one because now you know how to stay organized you know how to make a plan for yourself and it's going to keep you so happy and so motivated that you're never going to want to stop thank you guys so much for listening to the 23rd episode of healthy happy sexy i love keeping them short and sweet and keeping you guys motivated for me i can't listen to like two hour long podcasts i was listening to like the trisha paytas ones well what the one she was on on h3 and they're literally two hours and i think it would definitely be a lot easier if you have a guest or guests on your show to keep the conversation flowing if it's just one person talking like myself I definitely like to keep them short and sweet. Get your point across. You don't need to ramble on. People are busy. Having a guest on my show is something that you guys would like to listen to. Please reach out to me on the Healthy Happy Sexy Instagram. I recently changed the handle from Healthy Happy Sexy Podcast to Healthy Happy Sexy Shop because I do have some exciting things coming 
but if you guys do want to message me there if you think having a guest would be a good idea please reach out to me and let me know what kind of guest you would like to hear on my show you can also message me on my main account it's angela rose with underscores after or you can watch me on youtube where i do more lifestyle videos and fun things my youtube is angela rose so thank you guys again for listening to healthy happy sexy And I will see you next Monday for the 24th episode. Bye for now.